Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce, hosted by Flyers Game Day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly sports radio legend Al Morganti. Hey, welcome to South Philly Sauce, an Odyssey original, brought to you by WIP Radio and Jack Daniels. Ashlyn Sullivan not with us today. Al Morgani with our regular check-in with the man who leads the Flyers alumni, Brad Marsh. Good afternoon, Bradley. How are we doing today, buddy? How could I not be doing great? The Flyers, a, a really impressive win out at Colorado, Brad. And I mean, I think it's now to the point where this team's not going to sneak up on anybody anymore. That was as and I actually thought the two wins, the previous win also was really impressive. So I think they're at a point now, Brad, where the secret's out. It's not just a surprise team. It's a very good team. Yeah, the word will be out that you have to be ready when the puck is dropped, when the Philadelphia Flyers are uh, your opponent. And you're right, uh, as impressive as the win was against Colorado, uh, you know, let's look at the the Arizona game, because even though Arizona doesn't get any respect for a lot of reasons in the league, they're one of the hotter teams, um, you know, going into the game the other night and we won. And then we won. And then you move on. Okay. Now here's another test. This is a real test now coming up and we won and you know, it can, you don't even need to analyze it. We won. And we're winning. It's it's really, really exciting. Well, you know what I found really intriguing was after the game against Arizona, Scott and I uh, with Ashland are on the post game. And we're, we're saying, that was a really good effort. I really like this game beginning to end. And then Torts comes on and goes, eh, I didn't like this. I didn't like that. Then a day later, he comes back and says, you know, I rewatched the game. It was a pretty good win. <laughs> and I'm like, so when you're a player, do you pay attention to what a coach says after a game, like any of that stuff? Well, the thing is, is back when I was a player, there, there wasn't the the, uh, the post-game press conference that was always covered like it is now. And there wasn't the, the sound bites or the media clips that are always on various uh, yep. social channels and all that. It was just, you know, you media guys in the dressing room talking to the players, talking to the coach. And uh, so we never really heard much what the coach said uh, afterwards. Uh, Well, obviously when we had Mike Keenan, uh, (laughs) we heard what he said loud and clear, but often it was right after the game behind closed doors. And, uh, but the, the players, I think right now they know John, they know Tort or Torts. It feels odd calling him John. Uh, they know torts. They know the they, they know the coach, and uh, um, and so they're aware of what he's going to say. But as I think we said on the, the last time that I was uh, uh, chatting with you, um, the the cool thing with the coach player relationship with this squad is everybody knows where they stand with torts, and and so when torts talks, the players listen. And uh, and it goes from there. But he's part of this excitement, and it's just not the players. He's part of this excitement that's going on right now. Yeah, you played with a, a num- for a number of coaches. Did you have anybody you think would be quite like John Tortorella? I mean, you, you know, he started with. I think I covered you with Creighton, yeah. Craig Creighton, and um, Blue Line Mc- Freddy. Blue Line yeah. Freddy. <laughs> yeah. So who you know who would be the most you think that would be like Tortorella? Well. 
it's hard to like John Brophy was awfully colorful. Uh, yeah, man, I had him when I played in Toronto, and and he was uh, the same type of thing. He had such a bad reputation in the NHL, but in the minors, he won at every level where he coached the East Coast League, the American Hockey League. He won, and his players liked Brof. Uh, but he was a loose cannon and yelling and screaming and, and yelling at fans, yelling in the dressing room. And like, and you can go one time he wasn't happy with the defenseman and how we were clearing the front of the net. And for those of you that don't know John Brophy, he was one of the toughest guys ever yeah. to play the game. He never made it to the NHL, but he was, he was slap shot tough and dirty and crazy. And, uh, and he wasn't happy how us as defensemen in Toronto were clearing out the front of the net. And so one practice, he demonstrated it. But he had a live player, like a, one of the guys in front of the net. And he was spearing and japping and he got <laughs> him behind the knees. And, and like it's, it's priceless, the stuff. But all John Brophy wanted to do was win. And when that's kind of the, the, where we're all coming from, uh, you, you like the coach. And it's as simple as that. Yeah, and they seem to. I'm, I, I, you know, I think that these this group should appreciate this might be the last time Tortorella coaches or Torts coaches, and I think this group might have a re, might should really take advantage of. A, he's going to be a legendary figure. I mean, Tortorella's got guys don't like him, guys like him, but boy, I got to tell you, there's stories about him. And I, I said the last one, you should have a T-shirt if you played for him. I played for Torts, or I was benched by Torts. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a kind of a badge of honor. Yeah, and I, I, I think he's become. And this happens. I mean, I'm at that age where you become like uh, people like you just because you've been around so long. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I actually think with Torts, I, I think the um, I think he's getting recognition now far more than he has previously. Well, Al, you've covered enough players, and and the storyline with many players is how they've continued to improve through their career. Yeah, and you've seen a lot of players, rookies, right through to they retire, and. The, the, the great players, and I'm not necessarily talking about the superstars, but the players that last a long time, they have to improve. And I think if you look at, at, at Torts and talk to some players that played with them in years one, two, and three type of thing, and then maybe the Ranger years, and then there's the Vancouver years, you would see a completely different coach that we're getting right now here in Philadelphia. We're getting the best of John Tortorelli right now. And he's learned just like every athlete has to learn. He's learned, and I think that he's a better coach because of what he's gone through and experienced. And I tell you what, like as we've said a couple of this, it's exciting. I would love to be sitting in the dressing room, tying up my skates, getting ready for a game right now, because uh, it's just a great atmosphere. You can see it on the guys. And once again, you've covered a million games, and you can tell when the team is is going places just by looking at their faces, their body language, how they change, you know, in between shifts and all that. Are they skating back like Eeyore, ho-hum, ho-hum, and or are they coming to the bench and it's because they can't wait to get back out for their next shift. That's what we're facing right now is a team that's excited. Yeah, and one, one player in particular, and you being a defenseman, this I found really interesting. I mean, it's, a, it's obvious that Cam York, he can skate. He can move a puck. He can he can play some offense. He's got some moves, but John Tortorella and he brought this. I I noticed it earlier that he's really become a good D as in defenseman, and that to me is like really impressive that you can you can get a guy like that with that skill set 
to become a very good defender. Have you seen that with his game? Yeah, and, you know, he fell into the category, which we've used for a heck of a lot of players over the years. All the tools, no toolbox. And uh, he, and, and, and good for Cam, he, he was open to listening. And a lot of athletes aren't, aren't open to listening. He spent some time. There's another T-shirt. Uh, I sat in the press box and on our on court. <laughs> so, you know, like these players that have gone up to sit in the press box, they come back and they produce. Because they're give, like we talked about last week, they're, they're given, this is the reason you're not playing. When you're in the press box, do this and watch this. And so give a credit to the whole coaching staff that they've, uh, that they've worked with, with Cam. They sent him down and he's come back up. And him, like a lot of our defensemen, are a big reason why we're successful. Yeah, so it's because uh, it's a real good start to the month of December. It's a really good start to the season, obviously. And a lot of big events coming up. We talked earlier about, you know, the alumni game that's going to be on uh, the 26th, January 20, Friday, uh, the 26th, correct? Yeah. At uh, Wells Fargo Center. You get tickets, I guess, go to flyers.com, wherever. Flyerscherries.com. It's Flyer, yeah. yeah. That's Flyers one cool thing about this organization is we do so many things together. And this is a whole Hall of Fame weekend with Mark going in on the 27th and uh, and then this alumni game on the 26th. Um, it's, a, it's a fundraiser for all the great things our alumni does and all the great things that Flyers Charities have done. And uh, so it's going to be a great weekend starting with the alumni game on the 26th. Yeah, and I kept looking at the lineup as more players are added. And I'll tell you, it's, it's pretty impressive. But I want to know how you're going to put lines together I, I i'm looking at the names and going okay so you've got lindros you've got richards you've got obviously the crazy eights line fedex coming back you've got brownie and i think you've got stanley correct the, the bruise brothers yeah the so brothers. <laughs> so so i gotta think they're gonna play together right oh yeah we're gonna we'll, we'll start uh well, we got to start uh, the crazy eight lines with Mark Recchi. Obviously, the whole yeah. thing is about yeah. him. And then, and then we got to maybe we start with Joe Watson too, just to bring the average age down. And, <laughs> or up eighty like, years like, old, eighty yeah, years old, eighty-one, whatever. And so, you know what? Too, it, it's 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 a fun weekend, and and it's funny because it will be when the pucks drop. First of all, we're going to have a heck of a celebration for the Stanley Cup guys. We got the whole Stanley Cup team coming back from '74 and '75, and uh, it's just going to be a great night. And when the but when the pucks dropped, it's very much ha ha. So it's great to be back on the ice, and you know you're talking to the opposition, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun and games. But as the game goes on, and as the end is near, uh, the temperature does heat up, and uh, the players, yes, we all want to play, but there'll be a certain number of players that really can't play that many shifts in retirement. They're a little out of shape. And uh, so the younger legs will then take over and or the players that have skated a little bit will take over. But And so by the third period, it's a pretty competitive game. So I got to ask you, can you skate the heck out of Hartnell? Yeah, we got to have a little practice. We, we're going to have a morning skate, which will be cool, but we should get a, a nice time locally here to, uh, um, to to work out the kinks, if you will. So, <laughs> and uh, because as a defenseman, as you, all I'm going to do is get it in and dump it into the corner. 
So maybe I'll well, yeah. Scotty's corner to make him go get it. A little extra. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the defense. It looks like you're going to have to play. I only count like five, six defensemen. I mean, you got a lot of forwards. So I, I guess, I mean, if I were you, I would say I'm going to play with Mark Howe. <laughs> yeah. Well, the way it is, we got Chemo's going to play with Joe Watson because okay. uh, Chemo's main responsibility, he's got to tie his skates up actually uh, <laughs> to come out on the ice and, uh, but what happened last time we, we had this when Paul, when Homer and uh, Talk went in, um, a lot of the forwards popped back and played played defense because uh, our forwards are much younger than our defensemen are. And uh, <clears throat> um, because uh, we got some guys that can still wheel and deal pretty good, so we'll put them on the blue line, especially if we need a goal. And in goal, you've got well, you know, another guy I work with Bush with yeah. uh, Robert Robert Robert. Now Robert Ash. Now he's running a, a minor league club, correct? Yes, he's up in Utica, so he runs the rink and runs the minor league team, and uh, he does a great job up there. But he's come down to several of our alumni yeah. events over the years. Loves to come down. Uh, usually comes down with his with his family, and they just come and they just they just love being a part of everything Philadelphia for whatever time they're here. It's great. Yeah, he was one of my favorite guys. Bush yeah. too, but yeah. Robert for, for a guy that didn't play that long, you know, long here or whatever. I, I, he he really did. He really did seem to love it here and love yeah. the love the organization. Yeah, and, and it's and you hear that when you when I call the guys to come back, like. I don't have to twist anybody's arm. Uh, yeah, can't wait to get back. Oh, Rex going in. I'll be there in a minute. Like a lot of guys, uh, teammates of Rex, uh, Mark, are coming back for the game. And, uh, yeah, it's easy to get guys to come back for the – the problem that I had this time, like there's only there's only 20 spots available. Yeah, yeah we can have 21, 22. But it, it's been, it's been a, it's a tough selection process. It's kind of sad for me that Joe Watson says this is it. I mean, is it, do you think he's serious that he's not going to play anymore? Well, you never know with Joe. <laughs> uh, you never know with Joe. I, I chuckled and I said, Joe, maybe we should get some ice time. He says, oh, no, I'm skating on a regular basis. <laughs> Where are you skating? Oh, I took my grandson out the other day. Yeah, he's training with his grandson right now. So <laughs> anyhow, but uh, Joe's special, as you know, and uh, – I tell you, I'm going to laugh at the new alumni coming back and are going to play in the first time alumni game with Joe on the blue line. Because I get it in the NHL. If you don't back check, that's a big deal. <laughs> and you're going to hear about it and you'll probably end it up in the press, Tortorelli's press box there. Uh, but Joe gives it to the guys like there's no tomorrow if they don't back check in the alumni game. It's so serious. <laughs> and he's serious. And he's, he's serious. And, uh, so anyhow, it's going to be a great, great time. Thursday night, we just, all the guys will get in town. We're just going to get together and uh, uh, share a few stories. And, and really, that's what it's all about. Then Friday, we have the morning skate. And just to see the guys yak, yak in the dressing room and reminisce. And what's going to be really neat is, is, is all the old guys coming back and seeing the new Flyers dressing room. Like oh, it's, wow. It's like, it's Al, like. It's you're, unbelievable. You it's unbelievable. in the 70s, for heaven's sakes. And, <laughs> and there was nothing. Remember the old Boston Garden? You had three rooms with the windows didn't even close for heaven's sake. No, no they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't close. Nothing. It was, and I remember in uh, 
in Chicago walking upstairs yeah. to get to the rink. Uh, it was yeah. just, it, it's just the old Cal. The, I mean, I went back to the corral in, yeah. in Calgary. It was oh, just yeah. incredible. So I go in this new Flyers locker room when I went in. I'm like, this is like a Hollywood set. It, yeah. it was, it was, I got to think you, you're just pumped up just, just by being in there to one. Yeah. You can't wait to hit the ice. And so we'll be getting dressed in, in the Flyers room, uh, getting ready for the game. But I can just see the guys, that old Muppets, that, what is it, Waldorf <laughs> and the story of the two. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> I can just see them. What the hell? They need all this fancy stuff for you. Put their stuff on and go play the game. <laughs> That's going to be We should have the videos film team in there filming the, the guys when they're touring the dressing room. It'll be priceless. And be pretty cool too to see the guys on the team now meeting some of the guys that they watched as kids, you know, maybe just meeting them for the first time. Well, I'll change that though. Their parents watched as kids. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a young, young guy. But uh, it's unfortunate the team is in. Uh, they're out of town on the Thursday night, and they get back obviously, and then uh, Friday. Then they have an afternoon game, the one o'clock. Uh, the induction games at one o'clock and so it's a tight window and, and hopefully some of them will come oh, over yeah. and meet the team but uh because of their schedule we couldn't plan anything official that you know current team yeah. meet the old team but uh you know hopefully it works out because oh, i uh, guarantee it will i guarantee some guys yeah. will come around because i being around these guys you can tell when certain guys like that's what i like about this locker room now they love the game yeah. Beyond just the, beyond just playing right now, they like the game. They watch the league. They know the league. They know the history of the league. Yeah. Like well, like Couturier was talking about, he he had a Marty San Louis move. There was you know there was a there's a great connection with these guys to everything yeah. that's gone before them. Yeah, and I think too, as you mentioned, Coots is, uh, I I think one of the reasons why we have we've had a great year is you can't understate. The, the presence of Coots and Cam in the dressing room this year. Like Coots has been gone two years and Cam missed most of last year. Well, all of last year, except for what, 10 games or something like that. And to have those two guys, those two veterans in the dressing room, that, that means so much. And then uh, I've never met uh, Walker, the, you know, another veteran. It's been so good. Yeah. We got, you know, they're all playing good on the ice. But I'm I'm a big one. How's the dressing room doing? And to have Coots and Cam in the dressing room, and I'll put Walker in that mix. Great veterans, and nothing against the veterans that we've had in past years, but th these guys have done a good job in that dressing room. Yeah, and that's Tortorella mentioned it early. Like he wanted a better quote. You know, in hockey, we just call it the room. Yeah, he wanted a better room, as you said. Not, not, not trying to take away from anybody in the past. But it wasn't a it wasn't a tight knit room, and yeah. now it's really it's it, it's really you could tell from day one it's it was a lot different. And yeah. I think they're there, and I, there's still some of that. You can have all the analytics you want. There's still a lot of that in in every sport, and I yeah. think it's showing up right here. Perfect. Well, that's good. Well, it's going to be a great weekend, uh, the Hall of Fame weekend. So Flyers Charities dot com to get your tickets for the alumni game would be awesome. Okay. And I'm going to go on FanDuel and bet on you to score a goal. I scored last game. I scored That's, last game. That's why I'm going to go do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bradley. Okay. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks for checking in. Thank you. All Appreciate right, guys, it. That's it. Thanks for tuning in to South Philly Sauce and Odyssey Original brought to you by 94WIP and Jack Daniels.